What's up, citizens? It's your girl, Kina Zontel. And on today's episode of Citizen the Pod, I got my boy, Joe. We're talking Helsinki Summit, tariffs, and all of 45's nonsense since we last spoke to each other. Again, you can talk to me. You can tweet me at The Surge 2018 and now at Citizen the Pod. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Tune in. What's up, citizens? Today, I am joined by my buddy and friend, the funniest person I know, Joe. What's going on? Oh, that's pressure. That's pressure. All right. <laughs> a whole, <laughs> get my jokes together. A whole lot of pressure, but it's okay. So what's up, voters? What's up, citizens? What's up, shitholes, men? We are here to talk <laughs> about our shithole president and his, and his shithole um summit in Helsinki. That's what I'm calling it, the Helsinki Summit. Do you like that, Joe? With two L's. I love it. I love it. That's exactly what happened. I mean, it, 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 it was definitely tragic, and I don't think most people <laughs> understand, like, what an American president did standing next to a dictator. I don't think people understand, like, the the gravity of the statements that he made. And I wanted to have this conversation with Joe because I just figured it would be a good back and forth because this dude just cannot be made up. Like, he was real. <laughs> well, that I think, I think that's a great point because he says so much wild stuff and just every day gets on Twitter and is like, I hate everyone. Right. Black people, shitholes. That by the time he's at a summit, saying, yeah, you know what? He said, no, I know 17 of my intelligence agencies said yes. You know, you just, like you said, you don't you don't get the gravity of it. I think that that was well said. Right. So let's start from the beginning. And since you mentioned tweet, I'm going to start with his tweet. Before he even met with Vladimir Putin in Helsinki, Poland, about two weeks ago, he put up a tweet that basically said, you know, U.S. foolishness, stupidity, and the Mueller probe that is responsible for the decline in U.S. relations with Russia. Um, I mean, he blamed us before even walking into a meeting with Vladimir Putin. Like, they, people got mad at President Obama for going on what they called an apology tour, but he literally went over right. the pond and, like, threw us under the bus first. So that just really doesn't make much sense to me that he would just go out his way. The, the craziest thing to me was when the guy asked him, I'd be president and kind of hates America. Then it makes sense. But to me, that's the only way to make it make sense. Like, I, I guess where I'm at now with, with your boy, uh, President Orange, is that he, he, he never really wanted to do this. And so now he's just trying to rack up as much as many you know, hookups for his family, as many contracts, as many business deals as he can while he's in office. Mm-hmm. That, that's my theory. Because right. that, that's the only thing that makes sense is if he went over there, he's got some kind of hotel he wants to put in or something like that. Yeah, then he's going he's gonna to kiss Putin's ass. And so I, I don't know. I, but to your point, I can't make sense of it other, other than he just doesn't want to do the job. And he doesn't really like well, it. Or um, us. Yeah, and another <laughs> thing that I just felt kind of interesting is just, like, the pictures of his face when he walked out of a two-and-a-half-hour meeting with Putin. Like, his, he was looking <laughs> down at the ground. He actually looked like he was sad walking out. But, of course, he had to put on, like, his TV face once the cameras come in, came to, in front right. of him. It's like, you know, I really feel like Putin was just walking and was just like, I'm going to pee on you. 
drip, drip, drip. Like, <laughs> straight up. Like, on some Dave Chappelle, you're going to give me what I want, or I'm just going to, like, release the tape of you peeing on the strippers. <laughs> In the hotel. I gotta see. I gotta see that tape. I'm, you know, full disclosure. I watched the R. Kelly tape. Oh God. Uh, in undergrad. Yep, that's right. I was, you know, I was a 18, 19 year old with high speed internet and and no supervision. So yeah, I watched it. I'm I'm watching that Trump Listen, tape. Just, I gotta, I gotta see it for myself. Golden showers bring shit flowers. I guess because <laughs> the, the man is off the chain. But anyway, let me keep going because I want to make sure we're getting all the good stuff. So uh, when Trump was asked, you know, do you hold Russia accountable um, for anything? And if so, would you consider? them um, responsible for, you know, meddling in the election. People came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said that they think it's Russia. I have President Putin and I was with President Putin. The man can't even talk. Like his exact transcript <laughs> actually reads, and I quote, I have President Putin. Uh, Yeah, that's like your blackmailer. Um, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. But I really do want to see the server. Here we go. But I have I have <laughs> confidence in both parties. Like, when is he going to accept that he's president and he can no longer punt to Obama or Hillary? Like, when is that going to happen? I think when it stops working, you know, but his base, I mean, they eat it up. They seem to. Yeah. Lock her up. But her emails, I mean, that's still that's still the chant. And then obviously Obama, just, you know, him with the black face, like they probably still think he's from Kenya. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's just and he he really goes on a rant like the FBI never took the server. Why haven't they taken the server? Why was the FBI told to leave the office of the Democratic National Committee? Um, So it's a few things. One, the Democratic National Committee worked hand in hand with the FBI to confirm that they were one hacked and two hacked by Russia. So they clearly went through their servers or did some sort of, you know, investigation of what happened and came to this conclusion. They had no reason to take a server from the DNC that they had already looked through. And then he's confusing Hillary Clinton's personal server at home with the Democratic National Committee's server during the campaign. Like, <laughs> these aren't the same servers, you idiot. I think, here, here's, the, here's what it is to me, though. Like, he, it's, it, it almost doesn't matter what happens, what they find. Like, as soon as we start to explain why the FBI should be credible or explain, you know, as soon as we even engage it, then... I feel like he already won. He being he being 45 where he's like instead of talking about losing the popular election or Russia meddling or the reasons why he just says, "Well, her emails." And then now we have to say why the FBI should be trusted over Russia. Like things we used to take for granted now we're spending time explaining, which is just I I don't know. It's just it's crazy making. Yeah. And I know that it makes you crazy. Um, and I'm right right there with you and it's just like it's just it's crazy to me that on top of all of this so you have this two and a half hour meeting mind you no one else is in a room but those two translators and all of the Russian wiretaps because I ain't no fool 
They tap that. They tap that meat in. There's no way. Because think about it. If Trump would have came out and lied about something on Vladimir Putin, then Mm -hmm. Vladimir Putin's people are going to say, well, we got the videotape of you saying X, Y, Z. Like, don't get it twisted. There's no way that I believe that he did not walk into that joint with a wire. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Putin. Putin keeps a wire. Putin probably got two wiretaps just in his pocket right now. Just yes. like, oh yeah, I forgot. Like, yeah, that's just how that's just how he oh, rolls. Some like... straight up Russian <laughs> espionage, Russian spy. Let me just wink, and then it like clicks some button, and it's already recording. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying that this that meeting one wasn't taped. But moving on past just the meeting itself that we got nothing out of, mind you. So just like North Korea, we got absolutely nothing out of this meeting. And he's not telling. And they didn't even pretend we got something out of it this time, where at least with North Korea, they were like, well, we have conversations. And then those lasted for a week. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And uh, that's that's just a whole nother conversation, because today it came out that they're that North Korea is expanding their. Um, or has restarted their nuclear program. So all of that. And why not? Like, yeah. And why not? Like, (laughs) I mean, anytime North Korea, China, or Russia can come out and make a statement like the U S is acting like bullies. So we're not working with them. It's just Hmm. like, uh, it's nonsense because these are the biggest bullies in the, on the world. Like they kill people. Right. they, They have their countries in famine when folks don't fall in line. Like, it's ridiculous for them to call the U.S. a bully at this point. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I actually, I was reading an article uh, the other day, and, and basically the, the premise was, how would Trump be acting any different if he were a, like, if he were a Russian um, asset? You know, if he, let's say they compromise, fully compromised him, he knew, and he was essentially uh, an informant or, or, or a, Call it a spy mm-hmm. for Russia. How how would it be any different? Mm-hmm. And basically, the article is like, it it wouldn't. Right. <laughs> it, like he could have legitimately been up there representing Russia, and it could have yeah, been a exactly. flip side easy. Exactly. And then how you feel and about his double negative? Like literally, after like all the press coverage, even tr- Fox News, I was really surprised that Fox News was awesome. Like, dude, you just screwed up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because now we're gonna tell you, like, listen, no one's sitting around here second guessing like the power of Russia and how they f- really feel about the U.S. Like, right? You had an opportunity to be a strong leader, and you opted to be, you know, Vladimir Putin's cousin in front of a judge, willing to lie <laughs> to get him out of a speeding ticket. Like, I'm just right. not. I'm just not understanding why he thought just saying it was a double negative. Like I would not like. Right. He, you know, I, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I can't, you're, you're the best. Cause you, you just, I know I'm right there with you where you just, you have a hundred thoughts. And then at the end, you're just like, what, what can we do? Right. You know, cause you just, <laughs> cause the president is still out there and not, caring about what we what we're going through what we want and and either lining his pockets and or protecting russia yep. which it's like what you just throw your hands up at a certain point so so we we first we have him going into hell stinky making a statement mm-hmm. that oh putin would never lie to us then we have a back 
then we have a you know him backpedaling some saying I didn't mean to say why would it be him I meant to say why wouldn't it be him then we have the episode where you know a reporter basically asked him at the end of another press conference literally like another a day later asked him hey do you still believe that the Russians are meddling in our campaigns he says no to a reporter <laughs> and Sarah Sanders had to backtrack him the next day and say he was saying no to more questions as if there weren't other people in the room <laughs> or video or audio recording I, I mean I, I don't know maybe I've been doing life all wrong where I try to like do right by people and like do the right thing and and always be honest like maybe that's why I'm not the president of the United States you know right because they just you're you're a good guy and you can't be president and be a good guy. Like, it just doesn't work. I guess not. Because, yeah, I don't... Sarah Sanders, man, what what do you think she'll be doing in five years? Like, what... It, well, <laughs> uh, assuming assuming the worst doesn't happen. Listen. You know, we're... <laughs> she just needs to go just raise her family, um, go live the quiet, married life, because this group is like Gaslight Nation. Yeah. Like, I mean, just like we see it, we hear it. There are witnesses to the things that he says. And then we supposed to then just like turn around as if we didn't see it or hear it. Like, right. uh, And then, you know, they had the nerve. Donald Trump Jr. had the nerve to say the new Democratic platform is the same as the Nazi platform. From the, I had missed that one. Dude, I was just like, did he really say that out loud to himself? <laughs> like, does he not know that we got Google? I mean, they're just basically trying to say that we're, beco- you know, the Democrats are becoming more and more socialist. And gotcha. I mean, I I could see the idea of everyone getting a wage. Like, that just, that does bother me some. Like, the idea mm-hmm. that the government is going to give everybody a little bit. Like, that whole, yeah. you know, everyone gets an income platform. That is a little much for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that I think people value things that they work for. And it's not to say that there would be no work going on. But, you know, what, what does everybody do in every job everywhere? They go right to the line of what is the least amount I could put in to get my salary, you know, right. or whatever it is, you know. So I think yeah, if you start getting guaranteed that income then you know it's just i think it's natural where people say hey like i can work work the same and make the you know i can work less and make the same so mm-hmm. no I'm, I'm totally with you on that one yeah i think it's gonna be i think there i think that idea is definitely something that is going to need to be hashed out more and it's a mm-hmm. much harder sell even to the left but sure. other stuff on the, the majority of their agenda really is about health care Medicaid for all, mm-hmm. um, and you know we need to make sure that the co- the country is, you know, open for job growth. You know, and that everyone's yeah. getting a, a decent education. Like the, those four things are the only thing they're running it on in the midterm, and the rest yeah. of it is about tailoring the rest of your message to your district. So if you know yeah. you have a moderate district then you're able to knock some things off and talk about some other things. If you know you have a really left district like Ocasio-Cortez, then hey, mm-hmm. 
by all means shoot for the stars, but yeah, you know, it's just it it boggles me that this man who has a father who is taking every play out of the fascism rule book, um, <laughs> and that has been proven time and time again that that's what he's doing. Got the nerve right. to use the word Nazi when it comes to the Democratic Party, like. Well, especially when neo Nazis are on his side in America today, right now. So right. you know, right? <laughs> I mean, but I, I look at Donald Trump Jr. as kind of like a hype man. Like if if uh, if Senior is the is the rapper, Junior is kind of you know his his flavor flavor. And you know, I, maybe it's his job to just say the most wild, outlandish things to get people. I don't know, upset or behind him or whatever. Um, I feel I, like we're doing flavor flavor a disservice. Yeah. And but actually, you know, you have brought up the I guess you call it the democratic socialist movement. It mm-hmm. that's really interesting to me just because I I I I was wondering what the left answer would be to the right getting more getting further right. Mm-hmm. So first the Tea Party and now, you know, I don't even know what they're calling themselves, but essentially the Trumpers, you know, we'll call them Trumpers. Mm-hmm. Like that that's become kind of a subparty to the right of the GOP and and I was I, I had been wondering what would happen on the left side you know would it, it I've, I've always kind of hated how passive you know people on the left tend to be in terms of you know a, a mass shooting happens the people on the right say fuck that you're not getting our guns and the people on the left are like well you know let's talk it out and Common sense. <laughs> yeah, common so I, sense, I, gun reform. Yeah. I've been really interested in, in this whole socialist movement because it's like, yeah, well, you, if you get for a right, for the right, we'll get for the left. And, and I guess I'm wondering what you think, what, what you think the, the net result of all this would be, you know, with both parties getting more extreme. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think what they're underestimating is how much control the Democratic Party truly still has over this process. Mm-hmm. And I think that the powers that be are very mindful of what's happening and they're making plays to be able to kind of keep the progressive progressives. And I'm just going to call them progressive progressives, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like progressive squared yes. um, and like check because at face value, when you look at like I said, when you look at Ocasio-Cortez's platform, mm-hmm. the only thing that Repu- that Democrats haven't been saying in the past was the idea that she believes everyone should be guaranteed a job. I yeah. think that she wasn't actually for, you know, a universal income. I think she was for everyone having an access to a job. Now, that gotcha. can be described in various ways. Like, if everyone's getting a quality education, then everyone should have access to a job. It, because, mm-hmm. because everyone is being educated to a, to, you know, a standard that makes yeah. you job ready. Yeah, that's, that's important. That's, and actually, that would be the, the, the answer to what I was saying earlier, where it's like, it's not money for nothing. It's the skills that you need to go earn the money, which I'm 1000% behind for everybody, right. you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. So I think the power that the powers that be definitely still have a hold on, you know, the process because yeah. the process of becoming, you know, becoming a candidate is difficult in itself. 
And mm-hmm. without like strength and numbers and without being able to galvanize communities and community stakeholders, you really can't get far or fundraising. You can't get too far as a candidate. So there are still institutions in place to kind of block super, super, you know, left wingers, yeah, super out like, there, literal, yeah. like communists put like <laughs> keeping them at bay because yeah. it would just never go that far. But do I think that they are a benefit to the party? Hell yes. I do. Okay. I'm tired of, you know, just like you were mentioning, I'm tired. We, one, we need a candidate with charisma mm-hmm. um, and that's willing to fight for something and that has the balls to stand up to Donald Trump. Like they need yeah. to be able to intelligently talk over him. Yeah, agree. Like you, and- you can't just yell at him. You have to be able to intelligently shut him down. So yeah. not only should you know stats to be able to back any argument up against him, because you want to be able to make him look like a buffoon. Mm-hmm. And in any way you can, you want to make him look silly. So you need to be able to have the statistics to back things up. And hopefully you're using you know, statistics from center leaning data, because there is data that can rip that backs up a lot of the things that Democrats wants to do. And since you mentioned that there's like a cat, there's like a cat and mouse fight or, you know, a mommy daddy fight against their own kid. When the Koch (laughs) brothers this week decided that, you know, they were upset with Trump and they were going to get out here and discuss, you know, how they feel. Shoot. We even at this point, we're even considered supporting Democrats. Because Donald Trump and these tariffs uh, <laughs> yeah. are, are just not are just not what we signed up for, even though we funded this, even though we funded, you know, all of Trump's messaging got funded through these conservative think tank groups. Right. All the packs with, and all that. Right. Stuff. Who work with yeah. Cambridge Analytica and Steve Bannon <laughs> to test all of this messaging before finding the right idiot. To walk the message, <laughs> walk the message up to the White House. Yes, so it's just like, too. yeah. So it's just like the irony of these two fighting is is crazy to me, and I'm not really, I'm not sure if Republicans is taking that seriously. Like the Koch brothers have a lot of pull. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like they're just as strong as the NRA. Do not get it twisted. So the minister, right. they decide to like pull their money from certain places because they're upset with Trump is the minute that he's going to start walking back some things in order to get their support because they, they made him. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, just like, I mean, you said it earlier, like all candidates need backing and that really what I mean is money and those come with strings because they're tied to agencies with leanings and all that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Trump can't lose. He can't lose the Koch brothers in my opinion. So I was, Super happy to see them come out as well and, and hopefully put some kind of check on this guy who's just out here <laughs> doing whatever he wants, basically. So right. I, the tariffs in general, I was surprised by just because I, I figured anything that hurt business would be would be off the table. Um, so I wonder I wonder how many of those will be will, will still be around, you know, in, in five years, 10 years. Um just because right. I, I don't, I don't, it, it's not pro business, you know? And I, mm-hmm. and I, I, that was my read on, on, uh, on 45 is pro me first, pro yes. business <laughs> too. Uh, and then, and then pro white people after that, you know? So, yeah. hence, hence, so 
I, I was I was very surprised to see the tariffs in, in general and I'm glad I'm glad there's like some kind of check and so hopefully we can just have a normal week. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, no, where... hell no. <laughs> no. No. And, and you know what? And we needed to really honestly, so th- this what's going on right now is the house is about to go on recess. So we mm-hmm. actually and because the midterms are less we're less than a hundred days off in the midterms, we actually need shit to actually start hitting the fan now. Yeah. Like he mentioned shutting down the government. Please shut that shit down, bro. <laughs> like, please do do the left do the left a solid. Shut down the government and look like a jackass over a wall that we don't need, right? Because right. Mexicans aren't climbing no walls, bro. They are <laughs> tunneling under and they send them already here. Literally direct freight through the ports. Like, y'all right. not stopping no money. <laughs> you can't stop cartel money. Like what they ain't watching Queen Sugar, like or not about Queen of the South. They ain't watching Queen of the South, bro. They don't get it. <laughs> yeah, they and actually that I thought it was really interesting how much went into capturing and talking about El Chapo because it's like there's no way every Mexican cartel rolls up to one guy. Like I just don't believe it. You know, right. just too, like you said, too much money. It's it's in ports. It's under it's under the ground. It's you know it's everywhere so I, I just i don't know i uh i, I guess i agree <laughs> is what i'm saying yeah it's a me- it's it's a whole lot going on but what's funny i'm going back to tariffs tariffs mm-hmm. are affecting see this is what like tariffs don't affect wall street hedge fund money they're mm-hmm. literally affecting the actual industry like working class like that's what right. like so he's still screwing hardworking Americans with this first phase of tariffs. Farmers, like, it's it's just like, so you're not, you're not strangling Wall Street money. Guys in suits are affected by tariffs right now. Right. They're just playing the other side and they're making money still. Yeah. So it's like, he's still, he's still only protecting his own interests. Like he said, Oh, the farmers can take it. No, why can't Wall Street take it up the ass for once? Right. <laughs> for once. God, because they screwed us. Right. And got it bailed out. Got bailed out. Just got a tax cut. They were buying, the companies decided to buy more shares of their own stock just so right. they can make more money. And then they're considering, uh, he's considering circumventing Congress to do an executive order to give them more money by adjusting capital gains taxes. Oh my God. I didn't, yeah, I hadn't heard about that one. So they need it's... more money. Like, what do y'all need more money for? <laughs> well, if some is good, more is better. So, oh, you yes. know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't figured out a number where I would stop trying to get more. So I, I don't blame them for being greedy. I blame 45. <laughs> I blame, you know, I blame all the enablers, you know, the people who, the Paul Ryans, the the forty fives, who were just yes, idly Mitch, sitting Mitch by letting it happen. Oh my God, Mitch! Yes, Turtle Mitch, absolutely. Oh, Turtle Mitch, <laughs> Paul Ryan, Paul. We Paul Ryan needs a name on the show. He needs a new freaking <laughs> name. Like, I, well, you know what he looks like? He looks like Cornell. That's what he just in human form. Like. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a kind mess. of a punchable face, real smarmy, you know. Yeah, that he looks like Cordell. How about that? Oh gosh. <laughs> or which one do we hate? He looks like Dartmouth. There you go. Mm-hmm. Can't <laughs> I cannot. I, I can't 
I can't deal with these people. They're a mess. And it's Wait. just like, and, and just stop. I'm just going to tell all listeners right now, just don't even pay attention to any of the summits because literally every summit he's had, we haven't gotten shit out of. So <laughs> we didn't get anything We got out good of content Korea. out of it. That's it. We got good content. Right. We didn't get anything out of Helsinki. We mm-hmm. didn't get anything out of the meeting that he had with the European Union. Like, what he, he was talking to, and I don't even know the, na- the name of the guy. If I would have did better research, I would have knew his name. <laughs> but it's better this way. He's talking to the European Union. The guy he was talking to actually can't force the EU to buy more of anything. Like, oh, okay. they tried to come out of it and say, oh, the European Union meeting went well because they agreed to buy soybeans from us. But mm-hmm. that's not really his job. Like, he speaks on behalf of the EU, but when it comes <laughs> to who makes decisions, it's an entire governing body. Right. And on top of that, why not buy our soybeans when they're 20% cheaper right now anyway? Because that's, of tariffs. That's the question. <laughs> like, you drove prices down on soybeans so that it's cheaper, so now people want to buy them because it's cheaper. Right, and then that, but that's not that's not a strategy. That's right, just... it's not a strategy <laughs> at all. I don't, I don't know any. I need, I need us to become economists. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I need I to just, get smarter. But we have midterms coming up in less than a hundred days. Everybody listening to this pod knows that we have one shot to shut the shits down, folks. Mm-hmm. So get yeah, your man. get your people registered to vote. I say this every episode. Get your people registered to vote. Pay attention. Make sure you're registered to vote because they're purging voter rolls. And I've talked about this in other episodes. Yeah, absolutely. So get to making sure that you're still on the voter rolls and you ain't got to worry about nothing on November 4th, I believe. And let's get it done. I mean, this was awesome. Thank you so much, Joe, for talking to absolutely. me. Absolutely. As crazy as... Yeah, as crazy as things are, I really appreciate you having this just as an outlet, getting people excited to vote and, like, figuring out why it's important. So I I really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Well, I know that you're going to be launching your pod. So just tell the folks where they can find you. And do we have an update on what when we're going to hear it? We do, actually. Episode one is in the can, waiting on uh, approvals and, you know, whatnot to get to get loaded on the Apple and Spotify and everywhere everywhere you want podcasts to be, but uh, the things have evolved a bit since we last talked, so now uh, it's called the Receding Hairlines Podcast. Don't worry uh, about me. My hairline like, is still strong. Your hairline is mad good. What is going on? Still strong, but you know what? I'm supporting my brothers, uh, Hutch and Fabian, who are, uh, who are co-hosting with me, so it'll actually be mostly sports, but we're going to delve into woke topics, so think of it as woke sports, which actually... Not really out there like that. So we're, we're, we're weaving the two things we like the most, which is sports and also, you know, all the issues that we're talking about that, that are just synonymous. I mean, think of Colin Kaepernick and Jamel Hill and so on and so forth. So um, the podcast, is, it, it exists. It does exist. I have a recording. I can prove it. And uh, it'll be out soon. The Receding Hairlines Podcast. Well, I'm excited to hear it. It's going to be funny. Well, you're going to be on it. You're going to be on it. 
I'm going to be on it, folks. You heard it here. I got my I got my recording. I got my shit taped. So he can't backtrack. <laughs> it's okay? done. It's done. So I'm expecting to be on this show with a full head of weave. Okay. So I can show <laughs> these receded hairline bros what they need to so, do. So they, you got the baby hairs popping? Listen, they got to get it back. You know, oh, they yeah. can that joint right up to the top. <laughs> they can fix all of that with a unit. All okay. right. All right. I don't Thanks, even know what a unit means thank you you know thanks joe thanks citizens and this was citizen the pod